I'm Holly Sexton, and riding shotgun is my partner, Megan Stith, and this is the Boss Lady Podcast. Happy New Year, Boss Ladies. Welcome to 2020. I'm Holly Sexton, your host for the Boss Lady Coaching Podcast. Megan, of course, is riding shotgun. And what a busy 2019, exciting 2019. And now we have new goals for 2020. And our first guest for 2020 is Selena Hudson. So, Selena, welcome. Yay, Happy New Year. Year. And uh, you're welcome. Thanks for dressing up for the event. (laughs) You can't see her, but she looks fantastic. So, Megan, how was your 2019? I haven't seen you. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, uh, all of the holidays. Happy holidays. I appreciate uh, the chance to reconnect. The last few months of the year were just so crazy. And I have talked a lot about trying not to just be busy and talk about only being busy, but it was an exceptionally challenging time. So I appreciate everybody who has let me fall off the radar a little bit to focus on first and foremost family and enjoying the holidays with my kids. Cause we only get 18 Christmases before they're hopefully out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, mine might be around a little longer. You never know. Um, but being able to also be doing some classes right now and some really fun test prep and studying and just things that need to happen behind the scenes. Um, so I'm ready to get those done and then ne- next uh, few months of 2020 and be back. Uh, but I appreciate it. It's just been a good reminder of how important it is for people to give you that time when there's things you need to do. And uh, sometimes you just got to put your nose to the ground sound and do them and then bounce right back. So I'm super excited to share how all of that goes um, once I hopefully pass this test here in a few months. Well, we're cheering for you. <laughs> yeah. Thank um, you. And, and let's talk briefly about letting go loudly and yeah. what you've been doing with that. Yeah. Um, I guess that's what I've been doing maybe unintentionally. I thought about, um, you know, the loudly part of, you know, recognizing that sometimes you just need to step back and focus on other things. And that's been the season of my life from really the fall and, and um, towards the end of the year. Um, I guess I wasn't as loud about it in terms of telling people, this is about to happen. This is going down. Don't right. expect to see me as much. Um, I'll do a little bit of night and weekend stuff here and there. Um, but I guess I just did it. Um, so I think that's why it is important to talk about that's okay. And I'm not saying just, you know, check out of things or sit on the sidelines, but knowing that there are seasons and sometimes you need to be out there hustling and sometimes you need to be taking care of yourself and what you can handle in the moment. So I And your been, family. Yeah, I've been letting go of some stuff and not being productive every minute of the day. Wow. That's okay. I, I hope I will say it is okay. So maybe uh, we can all decide to let go loudly and, and vocally and openly together and not feel bad about it. So it's been the right thing for us right now. I love I'm that. Excited to get back into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, before we get into Selena's interview, um, let's talk about your book. Yeah, you that was another other, project yeah, with all of this. <laughs> some, some other boss ladies are coming out with another edition of the book. So Yes, Women of Courage. It will be coming out in August of 2020. I still feel like Barbara Walters when I say this. 2020. 2020. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was another. There were two side writing projects I had kind of in the midst of um, I'm getting a certificate in public relations and strategic communications just because, you know, just wanted to. Um, so in the midst of that and prepping for this um, CFRE exam, uh, had to write this book chapter and an article in Elizabethtown Lifestyle Magazine. Um, so just a lot of writing here towards the end of the year and 
really excited to share my personal story of coming to Kentucky and not knowing anybody and um, going from that to super involved in a lot of exciting projects. So I can't wait for that story to come out and also read the other ladies that we know who are going to be part of the book and, and get a different perspective on their experiences too. And we will host some sort of event where you can buy the book locally nice. toward uh, Christmas time. Next yeah, we year. need to do yours though too. Again, yeah. just keep keep that out there. Keep the braver by the day um, bullet journals out there. We're gonna have this whole library now. <laughs> we before are. We know it. <laughs> we are. Well, this time we're going local. Yeah. We have talked to a lot of boss ladies who have uh, entered. Hardin County and Kentucky and Central Kentucky uh, for career and family and military. And uh, Selena's a local. So tell us a little bit about high school and ECTC. <laughs> and <laughs> Graduated from North Hardin High School. ECTC alum. Yes. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and let's talk a little bit about your family. Um, um, you live in Vine Grove, right? Yes, and I'm married to a wonderful man, Michael Hudson. And he's a retired military and works on Fort Knox, and we also own a photography business. And when you say his name, you kind of like, like, kind of flirt. <laughs> <laughs> like you still like him? Yes, yes I, I do, very much so. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Um, so, since you love your city, you're running for city council. Yes, let's talk um, about that. Well. Uh, one of the things that I would love to do is uh, help more in my community, be more active in my community, uh, serve more in my community, because I do love Vine Grove. And so um, I'm putting my mouth, <laughs> or putting my steps where my mouth is, yes. and uh, I filed for to run for city council. I'd like to help continue to move the city forward and, and grow Vine Grove. And so... And, and the election for that is, well, primaries in May, right? Yes, the primaries in May. However, Vine Grove City Council will not have a primary. Okay. Um, it'll just be the general election. So November. We didn't have enough candidates. Yes. Okay. Oh, well, go for it. Do you hear that? <laughs> we want to see more women running for office. Um, and in 2019, you mm -hmm. went back to your alma mater in ECTC and you yes. started something new. Yes, we started the Hudson First Generation Scholarship along with Megan's help. Um it was just. So awesome. you two know each other? Yes. Okay. We do. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell a lot through the mic. Yes. Um, well, I talked to my husband, and we decided that we wanted to do something that would not only change our environment, immediate environment right now, but it will also change the next generation and the next generation. Uh, a first generation scholarship, the, being the first person in your family to graduate from college is completely awesome um and that's that's our story so for michael and i and um we started the scholarship and this will be our first year awarding the scholarship so i'm excited about that and we are currently fundraising for the scholarship so i'm excited about that too so you'd be fundraising but also if a student is listening how do they apply for the scholarship Yes, they would go to the ECTC scholarship portal. Yep, Scholarship Central is open now. Putting yes. back on the work hat. <laughs> Thank you. Um, scholarship Central is open through March 1st, and that can also be accessed through the Central Kentucky Community Foundation website, um, who's our partner in this too. So it's a yes. pretty narrow window, even though it is two months. Um, mm -hmm. It's for this whole um, academic year for 2020 slash 2021. So you don't want to miss the chance to apply. 
Yes, and I've been spending quite a bit of time trying to get generate interest in the scholarship, trying to get high school students to apply for the scholarship, the ones that I know that would qualify. Yeah. I'm excited. All right, you should be. That's something you're excited <laughs> Can about. Can I share a story yeah, about please. how this all happened? Because that's okay. been my favorite. Oh, great. I have used this as an example um, in just really one of the highlights of my work experience in 2019 was um, being on Facebook. Y'all know how I have a yes. love-hate relationship with that. You got to be Same. there. You got to talk about what's going on. I love the community we've created on the Boss Lady Coaching page. But sometimes I think we can all agree it's not the most positive place. And I just happened to be scrolling one day and saw somebody, and I wish I could remember now where this started, had posted an article about first-generation college students. And I guess, was it actually your post, yes, Selena? Yes, it I thought was so. my post. That's what yes. I thought. I was like, I know you were in, we were in comment yes. conversations. And um, just, I had scrolled and seen this article about um, how important it was for first-generation college students to have access to these opportunities. So I just commented like a, hey, you know, this is so close to my heart because about one in five, one in four to one in five, depending on what year it is and the data that we look at at the college, um, you know, that's how many students out of our credential-seeking student body um, that are first-generation, meaning mom or dad has not graduated college. And that's one in four is that's a huge number and um, just really just commented of like we would love to be able to do something to serve these students in a, an impactful way and from there we just had conversations about like it's actually really easy to set up a scholarship fund and you don't have to have um, you know millions of dollars is great we will happily uh, work with those donors too but if you just have a little bit here and there and have the capacity to um, you know, bring people together to support this type of student, it, it just kind of snowballed from there. So That's it was a really <laughs> meaningful, um, after you had left after one of our conversations and meetings, mm-hmm. I know I talked to our president and I was like, I have the best job ever because yes. people think about fundraising as mm-hmm. this like the F word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, Sorry, oh my gosh, it's this thing nobody wants to do. And but I think too, it feels perpetual. Like it's this thing that never Yeah, ends. or it's begging, like yeah. you're begging. And it was, I, I just remember saying to him, like, this is why I do what I do, which is working in philanthropy to help donors make an impact through what I do. And it just was such a fulfilling moment for me in my work. And so I just want to thank you for that because I get to do a lot of great things, but this really just stood out to me because it was your personal experience dovetailing with what we were trying to accomplish for students, and it just was a warm, fuzzy, all-around kind of day. (laughs) I just want people to know that it's okay to be first. It is okay to be the first person in your family to graduate from college. Many times, uh, the people that I talk to about it, they feel apprehension. They feel like they're uh, looking down on, on their family or they they may feel like they're trying to be better than them but it's okay to be first it's okay to, to make a change for the positive and it's okay if you decide not to go to school but if you do and you want to no was that process intimidating for you and your husband no, actually it wasn't. Normally when I ask him for money, <laughs> it's, a, it's a tug of war because I'm a giver and he is too, but you know, he's a m- little more frugal than I am. Um, but this conversation I asked, I told him what it was and he said, absolutely. Did not hesitate at all. So I knew that was, I knew that was meant to be when he just agreed. That's so, so encouraging. Considering we still have one in college. 
that we're paying for. Maybe they have two. Uh, Potentially more. Any other donations come into this? That's true. So while you were busy doing all that, you're also part of the um, Radcliffe Small Business Alliance. Um, yes. Also, the, the acronym for that is RSBA. So tell us a little bit about the RSBA. Oh, okay. The Radcliffe Small Business Alliance is um, a group of business owners that mm-hmm. join together to form an alliance with each other. It's small businesses, uh, small business, local business owners in Radcliffe and Vine Grove is how it started. And now it's gone regional, of course, but... Uh, started with just Radcliffe and Vine Grove businesses forming an alliance and to help each other, support each other, um, grow together. I think there's, a, like there's an education component and yes. also uh, professional development yes. and um, just resources. Mentorship. Mentorship. It, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely. Communication. And, uh, communication, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. And during, um, and it's a one-year presidency at a time, which I love. And so, <laughs> because it gives you just enough time to make an impact and you, you don't get burnout or have the same person doing it, you know, as the president leading the organization every year. So I kind of like that. But um, it seems like we, an organization is very collaborative and yes. thrives on being collaborative. Yes, absolutely. Um, we had 127 business owners and community leaders as members when I was uh, president over RSBA. I haven't looked at our numbers lately, but it's really grown since its conception. And um, and so during my presidency, we did political forums. We hosted uh, political forums for all of the local elections. And all of the candidates were invited for the primary and the general election. And so because of that, we were awarded in 2019 the NAACP Civil Rights Award because uh, we were all inclusive with our forums and um, they really appreciated that because they normally host the forums and so we were able to take that over for them. And it takes a lot of work to put on an event like that. Yes, (laughs) it does. (laughs) Will those continue in 2020? Yes, they will. Um, They're gearing up. Of course, I won't be involved because I'm a candidate this year, but... um, But you'll be there. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) For sure. Um, you, you mentioned your children. Would you yes. like to talk about working, being a working mother? Oh. What that was like for you or is like for you? Well, being a working mother was exciting. It, it's, it was exhausting at the same time. Uh, I had, uh, I was, you know, obviously I'm in the mortgage business. I've been in the mortgage business for 16 years. And um, it's very difficult, but also being 100% commissioned, you can set your schedule around your kid's schedule. And so my son was very active in football and um, in just different things. And so I was able to be there for all of his events and things like that because of my commission job. Mm-hmm. Uh, not having a set nine to five schedule really made it flexible. Um, but uh, other than that, you're always working. So that was one of the downfalls of a commission job. It's, it's just like being self-employed. And um, I just felt like I was working all of the time. And he was he kind of grew up in my office underneath my desk. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I think all of our sons, yeah. you know, Megan's too and mm-hmm. Tristan, um, they see us working and they're yes. part of it sometimes and that's I just love when we have him in the room for the podcast recordings like that oh. is so great when he gets to see you know yeah. usually you don't even know he's here because he's so nice and quiet but. oh wonderful yes that's how my son was <laughs> with his game 
I'm glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. something I've been reading about a lot, uh, especially as we see Gen X and millennial women um, really getting to a point in their career where um, they have worked really hard and they've made the right connections and education and done all the right things to advance their career, hopefully uh, to be paid more and uh, to be promoted and to take opportunities um, that generations before us haven't had or didn't have the opportunity to take. And I think along with that compensation, uh, a conversation that keeps coming up is flex time. Is um, and, and especially now, since we're so connected because of the internet, because of email, and because of teleconferencing, um, I think that that's something that we'll see more and more boss ladies asking for or saying this is what I need as part of my compensation to say, yes, I can be the type of parent that I want to be, but also be competitive in my career. So just my two cents on that. And I'm reading more and more about it. And uh, something I'd like to talk about in 2020 and tell your friends um, in 2020, I'd like to talk more uh, about uh, expectations and what Gen Xers and what millennials have been working so hard for and the reality of it, what is actually happening and burnout and all the other things that go yes. along with it when you're charging ahead all the time and you're making the right choices, but the outcomes are not what you expected they them to be. So anyway, that was my part of the podcast. So thank you for letting me have some of your time. <laughs> But that's uh, that's a goal of mine in 2020. So speaking of that, uh, a goal of yours in 2020 is to land a city council seat yes, it in is. Vine Grove. Yes, um, what else would you like to accomplish in 2020? Well, uh, we just started our DIVA, uh, which is Developing in Virtuous Ability. It's a mentoring program for women. And it's an 11-week mentoring program. And we just started our 2020 class. And actually, the first class will be February the 4th, so we're about to have our kickoff on January 24th. And um, one of our goals for this year is to have, we had record-breaking numbers in attendance last year. We had 99 ladies registered for our class, and that was the first time ever. So this year, our goal is 120 ladies to register. Um, We provide free child care and their scholarships, the books are $40, but, you know, some of the ladies aren't able to pay for books, you know, single mothers and things. But um, this mentoring program is so important to them. It has literally changed uh, ladies' lives. After going through the program, I, I testimony after testimony. And so that is something that I'm extremely excited about, and I'm looking forward to this year's class. So how do people get more information and register for that? Um, Well, we do have a a Facebook event page. We also have, they could go to heritageky.org and uh, register for the Diva Mentoring Course. And and then they can also reach out to me. Okay. Uh, What do you get out of organizing and orchestrating Diva? Diva changed my life. So I'm a 2011 Diva graduate. <laughs> you walk into a room and we're like, I know you're a Diva. <laughs> and, uh, but Diva changed my life because before Diva, I didn't have very many female friends. I didn't have, um, I didn't know how to be a good friend. But in Diva, we break out into small groups and we have about 10 ladies in the group and it's a sisterhood. 
you, you form a bond just because of the topics that we touch on. You go so deep and you share so much during Diva that you feel like they're your sister at the end of the program. So um, that's why it's so important. It just mean, it means so much to me. And just seeing these ladies blossom to go on to medical school or to law school, I mean, just it, it literally changes their outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can feel your passion about that. That's, that's fantastic. So what are the yes. date ranges for that? Uh, February the 4th and our gradu- is when it starts, February the 4th. And our graduation this year will be April 24th. We try to take two weeks to, pa- to practice for graduation because we have so many ladies. We just we spend the first week trying to get everyone lined up correctly. <laughs> that's <fantastic>. so. <laughs> Yes, so our graduation is April the 24th this year. It's on a Friday night, and Mm so we have a reception afterwards, and it's just a really nice. We we do outings. Um, I was so so. There's a connectivity after the event. There's a connectivity after and during. Right in the middle of the mentoring program, we all go on either a ladies' shopping trip, or we serve at Feeding America. or one of the charities, local charities, uh, we serve, we go out and serve because that's important. That's an important part of developing as a uh, productive citizen. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and the shopping, uh, shopping trip, we normally go to the outlet mall and, um, and do a little shopping together. Just a uh, kind of a team building and a bonding trip for the ladies mm-hmm. just to get them out. It's funny, the more we're on Facebook and the more we're connected on social media, mm-hmm. um, it seems like we are lonelier than ever. Yes. Uh, we're busier than ever. And those relationships are not as strong as they could be. And I hear mm-hmm. more and more women say, I don't have any friends or mm-hmm. I don't have time for that or I don't know who I am as a friend. Yeah. I don't know what kind of friend I'd like to be right. or I don't know how yeah. to be a friend. Some of us growing up didn't have a model. Right. Of female friendship. Absolutely. So what do you hear from women um, regarding those relationships? Well, we tend to want to be around people that have the same interest as us or or we gravitate towards a familiar face from work or things like that. So what I see with some of the ladies that come to Diva, they're in, they were invited by a co-worker. And so uh, in the in years past, they would tend to go to the group with that co-worker or they would follow, you know, that that co-worker to wherever they are. But this year, we have uh, diva leaders there, some army officers and some enlisted soldiers. And I noticed that in 2019 that they joined, the military women joined the group of the leader that was in the military. And so they they joined by interest. We had a teen group for the first time, uh, 16 between the ages of 16 and 18, because you don't learn how to be a, a woman uh, in high school or, you know, they don't teach you the, the things you need to know about self-esteem and um, and forgiveness, being able to forgive and move on, things like that. Um, but in the DIVA program, we touch on all of that. We even have a class called Soul Ties, and that's my favorite class. Soul Why? Ties. Because um, we don't realize how many soul ties we have uh, throughout our life. And if I can... If we can catch the ladies before they enter college, before they attach themselves to to different people, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it just saves you so much heartache and pain that you know 
I mean, at 40, you know, I had uh, several soul ties <laughs> so yeah. to break, to be able to break that cycle, to break those uh, soul ties was awesome. So was to know thyself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> before. <laughs> it's well, better to know before. Than well, after. what you're doing is really powerful. Thank so you. thank you for sharing that. And uh, we'll share the diva link okay. on the Boss thank Lady Network. So oh, so. I really appreciate that. And, uh, thank you for what you're doing. So, And Megan, I want to catch up with you. What are your 2020 goals? What do you, <laughs> oh, you have goodness. going on in 2020? I have a mixture of those like super productive projects I was mentioning earlier, but also um, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to get the, I, I always have the work hard, play hard mentality. So I've been working hard and I'm really excited to be um, doing some traveling. I'm gonna ski down a mountain in Utah and hopefully oh. not die. So we might, <laughs> we might need to oh, bank some uh, some podcasts in advance just in case I end up like in traction and can't talk. Don't um, worry, we're mobile, I'll come to you. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I make it down in one piece Um, (laughs) going to Snoop Dogg and the Elton John concert which will be a first uh, concert for my son and my dad together I'm taking them in the spring Um, hopefully sneaking off on a cruise later this year I don't know I just I I I decompress by getting out and focusing on um, just being with family and doing nothing else so I can't wait for that and um can't wait to hear what you're planning on too. So I'm going to turn the spotlight now. Since, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm used to that. Okay, let me think. Um, I'm going to stall for a moment. Hmm. <laughs> 2020. Well, as I mentioned, I think I'm going to focus uh, on know thyself. Okay. How about that? Now that I'm involved in financial education and being a driver for that with Fort Knox Federal Credit Union, my goal is to get my own finances in order and in a better place. It's kind of like working at a gym. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're teaching classes at a gym, <laughs> and if you're out of shape, then it's really, really tough. And and I don't want it to be really, really tough. And uh, even though I can relate to students and to adults with a financial education program and, and, and getting on track with your finances, I've got to do that myself. And, um, and I really believe walking the talk. Mm-hmm. So I've got to take my talk for a walk in 2020 and get myself in order as far as, as finances go. And um, I think I'd really like to start the master's program at L for organizational leadership and learning. So yes. we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Check with me in December because I will have to sign up by December of, of 2020. But I'm going to do that. break to some degree, like just jump right into it, but at the same time also give yourself yeah, yeah, that's true. And and I want to do some traveling, but uh, we are going to have a senior, or we do have a senior. We're going to have a senior graduating high school. And um, right now, the season of our life is kids, kids at home and having meaningful interactions and having meaningful um, interactions with friends and family. And um, yeah, so those are my goals for 2020. Financial health, physical and mental health and spending time with people I love and uh, gearing up for tw- the roaring 20s. That's where we're calling the roaring <laughs> 20s. So, But if you're listening, we're so thankful for you, Boss Lady, and the men who love us. We know you guys are listening to and sharing. And uh, please let us know what you're planning on in 2020. And if you're hosting an event like Selena, let us know about it. We'd love to share it with the Boss Lady Network. And we're here for you. So message us on Facebook at Boss Lady Coaching or on Instagram. We're also there on Boss Lady Coaching. And uh, Megan and I, we are going 100 miles an hour 
with work and family and all of our goals, but we want you to know we're here for you. So private message us. And uh, if we can, we'll connect you with the person that you need to talk to about whatever your goals are. So from Boss Lady Coaching, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Boss Lady Podcast. And if you like this podcast, share it. It's easy. We're also at bethebosscoaching.com. The content in this podcast is the property of Megan Stiff and Holly Sexton and podcast guests. See you next time.